And we are broadcasting from Free Rostov on the Don, the new <laughs> yes, the, Independent the, Republic, uh, the, the Gunter Fellinger uh, Republic of uh, of Rostov. Yes, uh, ex- yes. hashtag so, X Russia. Yeah. Also, the I just <laughs> want to point out how how on he is that he he recognized this republic four hours after it theoretically <laughs> might have existed. Like, you know, like he was ready. <laughs> yeah, the the time to recognition ratio was it was it was four hours. I, I I'm I'm kind of impressed, like that he's that. I think it just highlights the extent to which um, this is a Western intelligence gay op. I, I I'm not. I don't know. Yes. That's that's, okay. the, that's well, the thing we're I think we're I think we're gonna discuss is uh, that probably the biggest thing involved. But first, you're gonna like kind of lay out what happened for maybe the those in Rio Ryan yeah, later. So- so Mrs. DK because the actual the actual is, time the actual timeline is somewhat confusing. Yeah, it well it was it was um, Mrs. DK doesn't uh, care too much about the details of the war, but was asking questions about. I think it was enough of a, a news story and enough of a head scratcher that um, if you weren't kind of unwatching it unfold in the what less than probably what, like eighteen hours or something that it took. To unfold um it's it's uh maybe hard to piece together so um yeah so basically uh news broke well i guess i'd have to look up the exact you know because it would also depend on the time zones like when in the day because i do think that kind of matters to some extent um because it's something that happened so quickly um i guess it would have been late afternoon early evening russia time something like that, um, that Evgeny Prigozhin, who is the CEO of Wagner, but not a founder, had been somehow become CEO because he had a cater a fortune through quote-unquote catering. All this, all this history is uh, pretty murky, but, um, but there's clearly some kind of organized crime connection. In any case... Um, Evgeny Prigozhin claims that he was attacked, that Wagner was attacked. Um, I, I don't recall. Do you remember the specific? Mike said something about like 2000. I think I might have heard claim like that. I don't know what he, I didn't watch, um, I didn't pay too close attention to what Prigozhin was saying because I just kind of dismissed it as I think a lot of people did um, at first. Do, do you remember how many people he said specifically died? Um, I, I remember the. F- phrase 2000 but the whole thing got the whole thing was pretty quickly jumped on by like what you would call like pro-ukrainian propaganda yeah so they were saying they were saying things like oh russian army units are defecting to this guy like it got pushed into the ukrainian 
and I mean by that, like the NATO propaganda mill, pretty quickly. So, yeah, which it's very hard. I, yeah, it, it it if they didn't have something pre-made, I, I I don't necessarily think they knew like the hour, but a confluence of factors indicate to me that. Well, whatever. We'll get there. I, 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 I smell Western intelligence. Um, anyway, yeah. So some unspecified, let's say, number of Wagner are claimed to be dead. Um, Non-zero positive integer, right? Uh, claimed to be dead as a result of a Russian Ministry of Defense regular armed forces missile and or bomber attack on... Wagner positions, Wagner on, on Wagner troops and, and, you know, so Prigozhin says they're going to, they're not, this is the last straw and Gerasimov and Shoigu have to go. And in order to demonstrate their intent to um, make sure that these two miscreants um, are gone, they're going to do a, quote, march of justice, which was the phrase. Well, the first, march no, well, that march was, was the walk back. It was, first is we're going to go to the Kremlin and hang, hang Shogu. Was that, that a, was, okay, again, I didn't, that was I, the, the initial claim was like, we're going to, we're going to hang them, like execute, like the execute, explicitly that was the intent. The, I, yes, I believe the first, yes, it was like, it was like Ragnar is in, like we're, the phrasing is kind of hard to find, and translations yeah, are all kind of. Yeah, that's what I and I don't speak fuzzy. Russian, so it's it's like I, I would need. But the original that I could really, claim really was on, you know? like we're going to depose or get rid of. Like the first thing was like we're going to get rid of this guy. Like the first claim was more wild, and then it was walked back to this march on yeah, thing. I, I do remember that the march of justice was something of a walk back. I don't remember what the initial statement was but yeah definitely it was it, it you're right yes now that you're saying that I, I do recall that wasn't the first turn of phrase to describe what specifically they were doing um so they they crossed the russian border and we don't find out until later but they actually kill well at least i mean again it's actually kind of hard and i don't know if this has been confirmed by the ministry of defense but it came out later on russian telegram that two border guards two russian border guards like you know uniform border guards were killed by wagner in that during that process um so but we didn't we didn't know that until basically the whole thing was already over um so at as it was unfolding at the time the impression one had like during the it was like a very weird, like six-hour period. Yeah, or you're gonna. Were you yes, gonna... well, I was, I was. So in this initial period, like before they got to Rostov on Don, it was. It seemed like he was like totally. Oh, this is all fake. Like yeah, Pergosian has made a blustery statement about. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. hang Shogu. Blah blah blah. Oh, right. He's doing one of those things he does. He's cutting a promo, as Mike says. He had been. Yes, he had and been doing. I thought increasingly erratic and insane talking points. And I, I actually had kind of tuned him out because well, well, he was also doing insane please. actions too. Remember, like, remember he was going, 
he was geolocated within a, like 800 meters of the front line at Bakhmut. I like, do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he climbed very, in the back of an SU-25. He, he yeah. was, you know, he was doing crazy shit. And, uh, and, and he was saying, he was flattering my biases. He was saying things that the military militarist faction in the Russian government, which maybe is a good chance. Like, so like to blow out to, you know, the, like a, 30,000 foot view for a second. The backdrop to a lot of this is the fact that the Russian intelligence services and the Russian armed military services have not liked each other dating back to like the days of the Tsar because the Tsar had a very feared intelligence service and he had a very powerful army and, and they didn't really necessarily like each other very much. Uh, and the KGB didn't really like, the Russian military and, you know, grand, uh, uh, the, Marshall, N the NKVD historically really didn't like the, uh, red army. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, and they like, basically like, just murdered Zhukov, right? Like Zhukov, the, the, the military genius who won you the great patriotic war gets fucking exiled internally to his dacha for like a decade or two. And then kill, I think it was supposedly an accident or something, but it was one of these, you know, they offed him and, and, um, and there's a lot of history of this. So the, so, so the KGB faction, like Putin is a KGB guy. He's an intelligence guy, always has been. And so Putin's presidency de facto in terms of internal Russian stuff means that the intelligence services on top of the military. There's, but from a military-minded person and especially more nationalistic person, kind of a perspective, um, which, which this is, I am both, this is me, I'm in this photo, uh, the the way that they were conducting the war from the very start was as a kind of intelligence as though it were a kind of intelligence oper operation we we um missed the chance to to on on the battletech show to um to describe what was going on as a refusal war in kind of mech warrior battletech lore terms um which which i think if this is the that's just the best way to understand it and part of that is this kind of this this bidding process this display this show right like we're not actually going to have this all-out war um oh, unless you you know commit to it and and that's what ended up happening and it took i think putin very much by surprise and um and more broadly it took the intelligence the intelligence services in russia to some extent by surprise and, and there was discussion of that in in like leaks from uh, the the um you know the jack to leaks and that kind of stuff um but yeah, it's every the the people who are looking at this war as a war to be fought, as wars are fought, rather than as, you know, more in terms of the its its uh, relationship to intelligence services type stuff. Um, there was a lot of dissatisfaction with the nominal titular like the Joint Chiefs of Staff equivalent. What were you going to say? Yeah, and I do kind of want to return a little bit to the 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 events so. It also like so. What happened is there was this announcement made. This declaration was made that they're going to march on the capital, uh, if you will. And then it still seemed like bullshit until Wagner forces actually got to Rostov on Don. There was this period where they, like there was like footage of on Rostov on Don of like all these Russian National Guard guys. Like it looked like doing urban warfare training. Like just like bounding and like doing actual drills and like being very relaxed, and it seemed like that actually, which made it seem like oh there was just drills and there's like 
the Ukraine. It looked like it just well, the whole out. thing looked like it, I, I kept calling it a TV show because I mean it yeah. felt. But the like thing it was is, a TV show. I think that was an accurate assessment looking back on it now because the orders that they got were don't engage with Wagner, just kind of be there in Rostov. Like, because an RWA brought, yeah. brought this up, whatever, just, just like have a presence, but not necessarily a hostile one. Just like if we had, so let's say, was like 10,000 Wagner guys showed up and there were already 10,000 guys just hanging out who worked for the Russian MOD and they just don't fight, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails of the whole like coup thing because that means there's no like coup, right? They're just, they're just kind of like hanging out now. Now that's just like a bunch of military guys just kind of chilling. And I think that did uh, in a lot of ways kind of, kind of, it did kind of take the air out of the coup um, because they didn't defect or that's one of the things is they didn't, people say, Oh, Prigozhin took over Rostov, you know, like it's, he controlled the <laughs> Southern military district. <laughs> He, you know, th that was bluster. He was just like also allowed in it with these guys. He didn't. They physically had some kind of occupied one building. There was an important, you know, administrative. Well, they building. also took some check. They also had some checkpoints, but they didn't take the checkpoints. They just also had their guys by the checkpoints, like their Russian guys, Russian army they, guys. And they didn't do the, all the administrative stuff that used to be getting done in that building. Still got done by the actual legitimate Russian government, just not in that building, or at least not the yeah. parts of that building. Because it wasn't even clear if they occupied the whole building. It was said that um, that's where Prigozhin set up his little personal office. He didn't continue advancing towards Moscow. He stayed in his what was for like whatever twelve hours. His office in the um, military administration building in Rostov. But I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not aware of anything specifying either way whether or not they even took that whole building it's, yeah. it's not clear but hey from from there uh it appeared as if wagner was sending a convoy north to moscow with progression in it was the uh was was the that was the, was at the time yes yeah yes and then it's a 12 it's a 12 hour that was the next morning so that was that morning kind of like we all like that morning everybody kind of figured oh wow they taken you know or taken quote unquote just arrived at and weren't kicked out of, I guess. Well, like Rostov they drove up. overnight in. They drove over the Russian night. Um, yeah, yeah, and and so, and then yes. that and morning so, yeah. they began the trip to Moscow, which then just kind of stopped. Like then ha got halfway well, that done. Was when they, that's when the Russian government started putting up hard physical barriers. Like before that, it was just you know a couple civilian trucks that they would lie across smash. the road and yeah, yeah and yeah and they would just smash through them because they could then they started Which was also, like, is also like a bizarre thing to do yeah it's weird yeah yeah like yeah. also they could just bypass that if they really wanted to like yeah which also brings to well, so how big this convoy it was is still kind of unclear estimates it have gone as high like, as 2000 right. but I, actual mm, convoy footage has been like yeah Maybe five BMP, five five BMPs and some trucks. So maybe, I don't know. Like it could have been as low as like, you know, four hundred guys, which is one battalion as the Russians figure it. So I don't think yeah. it was like just because the narrative from the, I don't know, the that this was never a big deal at all thing with uh, like oh it was like it was like just Prigozhin's bodyguard, but he wasn't even there, so it clearly wasn't right. Just his bodyguard. It was some. The, the, you know, it gets you get into rumor at this point. And then at this point, 
halfway through, and they've been he's been Prigozhin has been negotiating with taking calls and talking to figures the whole time, and eventually at like the halfway point to Russia or to Moscow, uh, they agree to some kind of deal where Prigozhin and Wagner, either old 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 timers or loyalists or guys who want to go back to Africa. Uh, and like restart, we'll kind of go back, go to Belarus, and be effectively exiled. Wagner guys are also allowed out out of their contract, and they just want to like go home and stop being in Wagner. That's an option, or they can sign on to like become some kind of th- not the. It's been kind of ambiguous if the Wagner guys who signed contracts with the MOD are signing like army contracts, like like a like a say you're a. 18 year old guy in Russia and you want to join the army, that's a contract you can sign to volunteer, right? That's like, I think it's two years, what, whatever what it money. Like to me is they're probably is, is getting the Wagner money. The, I think it's the unit. Uh, yeah, I don't know what their contracts look like financially. Like they're probably getting entirely, paid. Yeah, probably getting paid I better doubt, than, yes, that's a good point. Yeah, I doubt they're taking but, a pay cut. Um, but, but as far as, or I thought you were asking, or maybe you weren't, um, I, I was curious about this, is why I bring it up the, the, the structure, because I, I saw. Things going. Wagner is already they, like right. run by independent warlords. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, Wagner is actually. And it seems like, like they're like, transferring in at the unit level, right? It's not like they're breaking up companies or something. So, I, uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what that ends up looking like, kind of down the road, because um, there's obvious use for essentially sp- expendable special. I mean, special forces. That's kind of what. That was their assault thing, inf- right? Assault infantry is from the term, I think. In the, shock uh, army. War. Yeah, it's like a Soviet yeah. shock army. You know, <laughs> like it's basically what they were. And they're always going to need that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a uh, – but obviously they can't I, – I, maybe people were talking about, um, well, does this just go to show you can't let any mercenary company um, get this big or just one run by Jews? I don't know. It's an interesting – question uh, hist- as, a, <laughs> as a student of history uh that studied the a lot of the uh say like pre-jesus mediterranean mercenaries are actually great and there's nothing wrong with them you should totally just use them all the time yeah but there are sort of other like- there are there are other periods of history right like <laughs> so i don't, don't want to get i don't want to weigh in too heavily right uh, for, sure I, I think what is the italian city or like city states period has had a little more mercenary uh tricks yeah. And like rules lawyering and stuff, but I mercenaries I think are generally actually fine, and people kind of need to get over it. Like that's They're already Lindy, what modern, you know, that's the no, thing. but like and that's you're always that's already what professional armies are. Like the United States Marine Corps <laughs> is a mercenary organization. Like you get over like like they're not yeah. sure. Like the issues people have with mercenaries is when they actually like historic historically as a broad trend. And maybe this applies. Who knows? But probably not. But historically whenever you see mercenaries behaving poorly in a kind of historical incident, it's, they were almost always betrayed first because if you look at the power dynamic of like the person hiring the mercenaries is generally in a much more powerful position and has reason to fuck over their employers much more than mercenaries who negotiate and agree to a deal and are generally happy with it, you know, or they wouldn't have agreed to it. Uh, Generally, mercenaries paying badly are like they like they like sacking the Byzantine Empire because the Byzantines didn't pay them. Usually, it's like, oh, we didn't pay them, or we ripped them off, or we we did X Y Z bad thing to them. Mercenaries generally don't 
do the first. And I think this is actually arguably Wagner's an example of mercenaries not behaving badly. It's like, you know, if the total, if you had told the totality of Wagner to like hash this out internally, they probably would have sided with the Russian government. Like it seems like it was a, a minority of a minority actually were like in on the coup. And that's the other thing is that apparently the Wagner guys themselves didn't know it was a coup. They were thought they were repositioning to Bel to uh, what, Belgrade. I, I've heard that and I believe it. I just I don't know that it's true for sure. You yeah, but I mean? also like I don't like the maybe like I don't know what percentage of Wagner didn't join Wag like the kind of Wagner guy who would join this thing would ha it's a kind of a weird uh Venn diagram of like he joined Wagner not because to fight in Ukraine. Like he joined before that. But also probably after Prigozhin took over, because like I imagine the pre-Prigozhin guys are not super on board, not maybe not the biggest fans of like this guy who was just given their company, you know. So I, I don't know how yeah. much like so it's like it's kind of a weird like like the the Prigozhin power base that aren't just like Russian because there's like guys who just joined to fight in Ukraine who are just pure Russian patriots who want nothing to do with a weird coup. And then there's guys who are probably not huge fans of Prigozhin who have been like the, like the old heads, you know, guys like, uh, you know, uh, probably wider commanders are actually like shadowy figures. So it's kind of hard to remember their name. Yeah. I, the only other uh, one that I know is, uh, Utkin, who is the actual founder. Yeah, the old CEO. Yeah. Old CEO. May or Wagner, may not. Who is Wagner. Literally. Yeah, is exactly. That was, his, that was his call sign. Yeah. It was Wagner. And did is did he does he actually have SS bolt tattoos or no? Yes, I, yes, yes, yes. He does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's, it's based. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're SS bolt tattoos in the Russian mafia style, not in the neo-Nazi <laughs> style, which is a, actually a meaningful difference. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, the point of the SS bolts in the Soviet prison system was to say, like, I'm never getting out of here, like. I'm never going to rejoin Soviet society because I have like this mm. Nazi this swastika tattooed on my shoulder. Like, you know, it was it's basically I could never a, be I could never be normal. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's a commitment to the bit, as it were. Uh, which is weird because I don't think he ever. I know he went. I think he went to jail, but he never uh, went to jail pre 1990. I think, although I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Also, shadowy figure. You know, it's hard to say. Like, these right. Yeah. Though sub warlords like individual history is kind of sketchy, but back to the the coup itself, uh, I think I don't want. Well, no, I'll say if like, I have my points to the end. I I think that it's there's a very strong possibility that like this was a totally uh, I don't say legitimate, but like a not not NATO involved thing. And the my gut my gut feeling on that is that the way it resolved was like would have to, to for it to have been a NATO psyop, it would have to involve the Russians like giving Prigozhin cold feet in a way that I don't think they made efforts to do. Like maybe they threatened him personally or whatever, like, oh we'll fucking kill you if you don't do this, but like Prigozhin could have, at any point, probably hopped on a plane and been gotten out of there, like, 
Rostov Don is right by a bunch of border countries. Like he could have, if he was an actual NATO guy, he would have like fled to Finland or not Finland, sorry, fled to like Turkey or Greece or Ukraine. Like the, the, I get the, what you're the, saying. This, this ending up with Prigozhin in Belarus means that at the very least, the Russians don't consider this a uh, a NATO operation. Now, the Russians said that. I think they were right to say that during at the time. Like, this is clearly a foreign coup because that's what you should say all, all the time. But the way it was resolved doesn't smack of foreign well, the, involvement to me. Then that also, makes it even harder to understand his motive. Because then it's like, okay, but if you didn't even have NATO backing, like, who's backing did you think you have or like what so exactly was i think he did the classic mistake of like that populists do like he i think this was i think that the analogs to january 6 are much stronger than people are comfortable with admitting like this was january 6 he thought he had a lot of people on his side and he actually didn't like he he thought that people would defect to him in droves he thought that the troops did love him more than they loved Putin or the, or the army or whatever. But he, but because of, you know, he, he became, has become a ridiculous figure. You people couldn't trust it. Even that's true. Like there is legitimate resentment in the Russian system to the ministry of defense uh, from all factions, including the militarists. Like, like Prigozhin is oh, arguably yeah. the prime yeah. militarist that, like here or, Kind no, of. that's what I was getting at before. Yeah, is yeah. that's how he made that's how he made his name for himself as a social media figure was by going after the Ministry of Defense leadership on behalf of the militarist faction. Yeah, and I don't, but I don't think like I think so. The problem is, is he's a, he's a, he's a liar, right? Like he he was just he makes shit up. So when when you choose you do that you can't like rally the banners to yourself and march on the Capitol because people know you're a liar. Like, and I think he over his, That's his cult true, of, but it's his cult it's of personality just didn't pan yeah. out. He thought, he thought it was bigger than it was and it wasn't, you know, I'm sure that's a factor, but I, I'm also convinced that he, I think the key line for me is when he started saying that the special military operation was just a way to line the pockets of the defense industry yeah that's dumbass um, populist rhetoric though well that's what dumbass yeah, populists say in every country they say that in russia i i don't I think absolutely. That seems like that's a CNN talking point. That's not and like an extremely unpopular Russian libtards poll like the Navalny, the 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 leader of Russian libtardism polls at like 20 25% of most. I think you He's are underestimating how opaque the Kremlin has been on this whole thing that Russians are still kind of not quite sure why the fuck they're doing this all. Like the Kremlin won't just say like it's because they they use like they they oh it's yeah, a, use, it's yes, a yes. They use all these like kind of retarded and coherent yeah, things. That's what I was saying. Like this is all they're treating but it like, as like, like a so, so, so therefore, like conspiracy-minded explanations are relatively popular. I think as it like like no one really believes they're doing it like to denazify Ukraine. That's not a serious <laughs> thing. Not even Russian boomers 
they're right. just like okay <laughs> with that as a fig leaf. Like, no, they love the rhetoric. They love the memes, but no, they don't. That's not right. Yeah, yeah. no one, yeah. no one's like concerned about Tiger Ted. No one was concerned about a aggressive, fascist blitzkrieg out of Ukraine by the Ukrainian government. Like it's just not. Literally, yeah, literally, the only relevance is they they get like people with edgy patches and edgy tattoos so they can own libtards on Twitter with like sunflowers yeah. and Ukraine flags in their bio, and they can appeal to a certain level, uh, kind of like. I don't know, like tanky appearing dumbass in the West who is good on foreign policy and nothing else kind of guy. Like, you know, it, it gives like Noam Chomsky something to work with occasionally if he wants to. Like, I think there's, it's it's a fig leaf. And then the other thing is they say, oh, like Russia's not the, Kremlin didn't say, well, this is, listen, we're stopping NATO expansion, which seems like it's not a big deal, but it actually is a huge deal. Uh, and that's what we're doing. Like, it's worth the risk. And like things about defending Russian speakers in Donbass also kind of fall flat because they didn't do it in 2014, right? Like they they let Donbass get shelled for eight years, so that like all the explanations kind of fall flat. So I think Prigozhin doing like a somewhat generic populism like thing, which he doesn't believe. I don't think he believes that, which is part of why it failed. I think that's I yeah I I think I mean that's. Like, entirely reasonable. I, also, I like, think he didn't, I think he didn't want his wealth. I think he's tired. I think he speaks for the billionaire class. You know, <laughs> like the Lorax for fucking kike billionaires. Like, you know, uh, and he's like, stop chopping down my money trees. You know, like enough is enough. But he's, I, I don't know. If he was doing that bit, if he was actually like a disaffected Lintar billionaire, he would have like not been the head of Wagner. You know, like, well, okay, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, or he's just like, a mobster that, like, he's like, hey, can you, Mr. Mobster Man, can you run an army? Sure, I run an army. It's like, well, okay. why would he be able that doesn't, <coughs> excuse me, that doesn't jive much with the, like, I just don't see the, like, the West hand, like, you didn't see Western yeah, equipment. No, or I get Western, what you're saying. This yeah. thing wasn't no, like not money I think intensive. they got to him. No, I think they got to him in, like, I don't know, November, December, there was a big... What, do you, what, is that, what does that look like? Like, they got somebody in his ear talking about how you could totally do a coup, like, or they, like, turned him with... Money. Like, Money and, yes, the, oh, that's, you, like, you have support. The the MOD they, is very disgruntled. If they turned you, you him do with this money... And we have intelligence, we have intelligence that indicates support for such a thing coming from our, you know... And they, they were saying we know. I mean, that was in part of the leaks. They were saying shit like that. And so, if you do this, you'll have internal support, and we'll make sure that you get to uh, keep your money. Okay, so let's I say this is a CIA bit, right? Then, if this is a CIA bit, Prigozhin would not have taken like the negotiation bit. He would have fled quietly. And had that column get in some kind of very discrediting firefight with the Russian National Guard. Like what happened, and then he, he would have fled to a NATO country because if you're trying to discredit the Russian system, but that's just then that would just, that would just discredit and, him. Then everybody would then he would just become the villain, and I don't know that that would necessarily work. I get what you're saying, and I and I, I, I like maybe the, it's just the, he's sentimental. The, I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, it's a problem with my theory. The thing is that he, had to, that, he, that he must have backed down, right? Like he must have, <coughs> so you like cucked on this, but like it's kind of 
a crazy thing to go this far. And like Rostovan Don has an airport. He could have like gotten out of there. He could have been in Turkish airspace like that, you know. Like it's not especially like a especially if he's like a fighter jet, you know, out. He very well he could have like literally escaped. Uh, and yeah, but then he looks like the world's biggest asshole, and everybody instantly stops fighting. But he already looks like the world's biggest asshole. Mm. Like, that's what he, that's, yeah, he described but... his current stats. <laughs> well, maybe he just got maneuvered into a no-win in, position. In I fact, mean, like... he's now he's arguing the world's biggest asshole because now he can't do the bit where he goes to like talk about the free Rostov Republic. You know, like. If he can be no, he didn't even get to do that. Yeah, exactly. He's right, right, right. parading around Berlin talking about how, you know. <laughs> the, we're like, the legitimate government of Rostov, which totally you know, seceded or, or from all Russia. Russia. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, so it also, I also, the thing is, I also don't like a theory that the other PSYOP theory that this is all a Putin plot. Like, no, Putin that's, trying that's to, dumb. That's dumb. It was well, pretty, we originally was, thought, and I, because I admit, we both originally, originally thought that this was like a plan. This was all horseshit. The whole thing and, looked so fake. In that first we, we six to eight it hours, was, it was, it everything was looked fake. Like, the video thought, was oh, fake. The audio messages were fake. Everything was like, was weird and surreal. And these, it was just, we, it was, so it was we, a TV what show. Was, what we thought, and I'll admit it, was that, well, I think you had, a, you thought it was a, a little, I thought they were trying to shore up in you, the Ukraine, Ukrainian support to keep pushing because Ukraine has announced they, they're stopping the, Counterattacks for like a week or something like that. They announced yeah, they had already announced that a few days a few days before. I think they were like, tr- sort of they were whatever. really trying. I I thought they were trying to get the Ukrainians just just keep grinding against their lines. Like, hey, dumbass, we're, yes. we're weak. We're internally weak. Whereas yes. I think you had you you thought of like the, the redeployment. They're covering a well, redeployment. I, I, I had. It's, yeah. it's not impossible, but both of those are obviously now not true. And the more right. conspiracy thing of like Putin was smoking out disloyalists. Uh, in which case he found zero, like he found one, I guess, <laughs> or like, like this was a, yeah. Putin, or Prigozhin, it was a plot for Putin to just like dismiss Shogu, which he could just do. He's like, people underestimate, I think how monarchist Russia is in like a very, in a very de facto sense. Like Putin is like the emperor of Japan. Like you, people who criticize the Russian government don't mention his name. Like you, Putin is a sacred figure. And even Prigozhin, until Putin directly said like Prigozhin is a traitor, didn't didn't say anything about it. Putin as he was sending troops against like the capital. So I think I don't think he ever did say anything bad about Putin. He did after uh, after he made this the, Putin the speech. Prigozhin did make some kind of statement that was like, "We'll stop anybody, including Putin." Like if they before before he cupped like four hours later. But uh, hmm. so I. I, I I think this is like more legitimate. I the way I, the way I look at it is, is was, this is a guy who he was foiled through like bureaucratic means internally in the MOD, and then decided to become a popular figure, but wasn't quite smart enough to pull it off or gauge how much support he actually had. And and here the other thing is that. You can also get that he achieved like limited success if you look at it through like this was actually, which I thought I think I also brought another way to view it was like this was like a labor strike, like a strike. If we use this as a labor, a purely a labor dispute, like or just like like I we are got, got, the we're the Wagner yeah, Union I, and we are we want to redeploy to Africa and have fun again 
and dunk on skinnies like constantly and like steal gold. You know, we're kind of, we're tired of this. We want just the option for stuff. The guys who want to go that can do that now. And I think Pergosian probably wants to do that more because like you can skim off the top a lot easier. It's it's likely to just skim like diamonds and gold bars going back to Russia than it is to skim like artillery shells going <laughs> into Ukraine. It, you can't make any. There's like there's actually it's just a funny thing in the Russian system where there was this kind of status hierarchy based on stealing from your job, you know, among like the, the poor, the, the non-party members. Like, let's say you're an electrician, right? You want to be the electrician at the wine factory or at the cheese factory or the, you know, whatever factory. The auto, like, but you don't want to be at an automobile factory or like a heavy industry factory or work as a military factory because you can't steal like, you know, reject sausage from the job because at like the radar plant, if you're an electrician and you're making like heavy industry shit, you nothing to skim. And that was a legitimate concern for people. It's like, well, because I have to utilize this like Soviet barter thing because there's not enough money around. Like, even if it's like, oh, I make I work at the notebook factory. Well, that you can trade notebooks for stuff. You you know your kids always have notebooks. Other kids people won't, right? And I think there's a level of like, I want to get back into the like where I can do criminality. It was actually a very famous, famous joke of, uh, cause, cause as a result of the Soviet system, there were a lot of like police and commissars were devoted to like loss prevention in factories more than like ideological concerns yeah. because as the, yeah, yeah. as the, as things got post 1965, as the ideology became a little more irrelevant, there's a great, uh, joke slash story of, uh, the worker Dimitri is, you know, he's taking his wheel, wheelbarrow full of garbage outside of the factory every day at the end of his shift. And every day, the commissar sees him with a wheelbarrow just full of full of uh, just trash and rocks and dirt. And uh, he disappears, and he comes back right before the shift ends every day. And one day, the commissar follows him. He can't figure out what he's doing. He's following him for days. And then, uh, you know, the third day, the commissar says, I get it. You're smarter than me, Dimitri. I just need to know... What the fuck are you stealing from the factory? And he said, "Comrade, I'm stealing wheelbarrows." <laughs> right? And, and it was—it's just an ingrained part of this of the society, the culture. Like, you steal from work, and you, Wagner can't steal from work. And mm. I think for guys who aren't patriots, in Wagner, uh, I think that's that 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 does like. There's a lot of non-patriotic Russians, I think, in Wagner, like who are just like, I just like they like war, and then. Much like the Western volunteers in Ukraine, like damn, this like this fucking sucks. I want to go fight terrorists again, where it's like cool. I can drive my Toyota Hilux and you know take cool pictures and you know not and like play on my cell phone and not worry about getting hit with artillery. I think that's the, there. There's a faction in Wagner that probably was on board for this, and is also probably seething and like almost anti-patriotic because. Uh, Wagner recruited a bunch of uh, before the war in Africa, like much like Western and other like Eastern NATO special forces guys, like guys who were like French or German or Polish, the like guys who were other special forces. I think I know a lot of Italians and French um, joined joined Wagner because they just wanted to like you know dunk on skinnies in Africa, and those guys all got to keep doing it when the war started because they couldn't trust those guys to come back and fight for the Russian government because like. Hey, you were ex-French Special Forces. Like, the odds of you 
sending information back are low but too high. So like some of Wagner has gotten to stay and like keep having fun, and uh, I think a lot of guys who are je- were je- are jealous, and I think I think it's not that many. I think most of them are Patriots, but like that, you know, what percentage of twenty five thousand guys uh, probably formed like a nucleus of guys who Pergosian could bounce this idea off of, and will be like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, and arguably that faction was like just in this peace deal, kind of given what they wanted. And I think, I don't think Progosian's gone because, or he's, he's going to just, I think he's going to remain some kind of a figure for a while. Maybe, maybe they'll kill him in like two years, but it's almost like, like in Russia, coups historically actually don't get you in much trouble. You want to talk about like this element, how like, yes, uh, you've mentioned, you've mentioned that and it, it does check out. Yeah. Except for the one time, which wasn't even a coup. Like, it's actually worse to not commit a coup. Getting purged for not committing a coup will get you killed way faster in Russia than, like, actually committing a coup and failing. Uh, you know? So, like, well, what's, 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 uh, what's the name? It's, uh, how do you say Sorovkin? Sorovkin? The, the possible successor to Shogu? Sorovkin, yes. Sorovkin. Uh, General Armageddon, yes. Yeah. He, uh, in the 90s, he was part of the anti-Yeltsin coup that failed and was famous for bringing, like, I think most of a motor rifle company to Moscow. They were just too late to affect the outcome. Like, he showed up, like, you know, six hours post-peat, post-end of coup with a motor rifle company and full of, like, BMPs that had been hauling ass, I want to say from Kaliningrad? Actually, not sure. Somewhere, somewhere in the W, in the Western military district district and uh and like of course he was thrown in jail and but he got a flight because he was pretty low rank and now he's literally the highest ranking guy in the rush like out, highest ranking commanding officer he's not staff in the staff but like but he like a coup is generally a bit of a like a career ender historic historically in most militaries <laughs> like being on the losing end of a coup is generally you know okay we like you're never getting promoted again they don't just let bygones be bygones, uh, but in Russia they they kind of do, and it's it's really really like I, I don't know if it's something to do with the Russian. They have Russian a large, they have a very large territory for internal exile, is where I, I mean that's where, like, where the Siberia meme kind of comes from, right? Is is you know they have just this vast, extremely sparsely populated expanse for internal exiles. I, I think that's yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it is like Russia has a lot of also just like uh, even the military specifically. There's a lot of always been like a lot of frontier to send these guys to. Like one place you sent guys who were kicked out of the army in Russia for like criminal stuff was Wagner. Like you used to send those guys to you know not Siberia but like the border forts with like you know on the Caucasus. Like okay, well you're kind of a soldier who was kicked out, an officer who offended somebody important. I guess you're going to somewhere in the Caucasus to fight somebody in the Caucasus, the Dazakhstanis or whatever. And now it was like, oh, well, you'll go fight in Mali. And that actually is historically a lot more lucrative than fighting in Dazakhstan. For obvious reasons, Africa is, is, is more resource uh, rich and exploitable than, you know, the Avar Mountains. So I think there's an element of that. A Perosian might, might get off relatively unscathed like and wagner shouldn't be based in russia 
like there's a there's reasons that it makes sense to have this organization like this wink wink nod nod thing just in Belarus, you know, like oh it's the Belarusian Wagner. It's totally not affiliated. If we're doing if they're going to do like this fig leaf bit, might as well do it through them, right? So I I, I think that most of what I'm saying is I don't think it's a psyop. I don't think it's a uh like I sorry I don't think it's a a, a Putin psyop. I don't think it's a Western operation to like break like uh, the theory. I think uh, to give your theory like the most credit. I think or not your theory, but the the NATO did this theory is that this was supposed to be scheduled with the cracking of like like the Ukraine offensive would have cracked the lines. The Russian army would be reconsolidating and trying to like shore up around Melitopol or something, and or Mariupol like in like the final defensive lines right at this point and actually, and then like to have Wagner desert at that point would have been like utterly devastating and, and the war. And of course, and the reason this didn't pan out was because the, you know, the, the Ukraine advance didn't pan out. But the reason I don't like that, and I, I don't think that's a, it's a terrible idea is that this Coup relied on Wagner being perceived as like heroes. Like what they did. Like the reason they got so close to Moscow was because it, it was not. It was not just as if like oh an army unit is marching on the capital. It was like imagine like the guys who rose like waved the flag over Iwo Jima came home and were hostile marching on the capital. Like Wagner are heroes. Like they are perceived as heroic and like the whole like taking taking those losses. Like if if the Legitimate, like Iwo Jima flag bearers came back from World War II, and like were leading their unit on a march on Washington. You can't just shoot them, right? But if they were deserting during like a crisis point where like the lines have fractured and like, you know, Don, but like Donetsk City is under threat, then you could just have shot them or blown them the fuck up from the air. Like the 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 maybe it would I don't even know how discredited like. That would have, they could they could they could have they would have had no reason not to uh, they would be like so Wagner in this way has like maintained its reputation which this all relied on so I I don't think like I think Prigozhin chose this point for a coup because it was the least damaging to the Russian cause actually like like I I, I his motivations are like obviously hard to guess, but I don't think they're anti-Russian. And I know so the, the NATO conspiracy theory is that um, this was timed to coincide with when they genuinely believed they would be knocking on the doors of Tokmak and maybe even of Melitopol. Um, they expected to make rapid progress. Shattering, um, like yeah, yeah, shattering. punching immediately through the first probably two lines of Russian defense, and um, then exploiting that with um, the phrase the "breakout gets breakout gets used a lot," yeah, like a true breakout. Yeah, breakout which... exactly. Yes, that that they would they would be classic, you know, kind of thing. And um, obviously, that didn't happen. And the reserves, the first wave of reserves, had to end up getting used to um, just continue that initial assault, which also didn't work. And so then they, um, they are, 
figuring out what they want to do next. In the meantime, this op um, would have, for whatever reason, and who knows? I mean, it, I, I, you know, hearing you talk is somewhat persuasive, but I, I'm always a little persuaded by the last thing I heard, and uh, I'd have to, I'd have to think about it more. I, maybe do I don't know how much the, op, it, the Progosian op. Like okay, they say this is like a CIA job. This is this is NATO doing it. Do you think like assuming Prigozhin is not like a hundred? So there's theory where Prigozhin is being influenced, right? Or Prigozhin is just their agent. If Prigozhin is just their agent, he would just like, all right, I guess I'm just not doing the op today, right? I won't. I well, obviously this the per, phase one failed the plan, so I'm not going to do phase two. Assuming he's their agent, if he's being influenced by somebody to do this, like some kind of person who has gotten in his ear, would it have been so like perfectly timed with the Ukrainian offensive, like to where like this could even been a like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that it's a lot to ride. And couldn't that person just say, Oh, well like that person influencing could say, well, you know, now it's not quite the time. Like it relies on the idea that Pergosian had been like, kind of wound up by a with somebody in his ear to go off three weeks post offensive for sure like a wind up it, it's toy. certainly it's, it's certainly it's very strange ah, like what are the actual you, mechanics have, of this yeah thing, you know well it you know you it, yes it, at some point it's like recursion just doesn't have the wherewithal to understand that it's not going to happen which but, but i mean that's a problem in real life too right it's but like, it's like so his, uh, his handler convinced him of this and then couldn't convince him out to like delay it or like yeah because assuming like you're assuming you've convinced him wouldn't it'd be very easy to say hey well we need to gather more x we support because like assuming there's a you know wagner's plotting a coup presumably every day they're plotting and gathering support is like you know a benefit to this coup right like they're not and the risk of being exposed and then like apparently like I don't, I don't know i just don't see like the like them progosian saying like well we'll do we'll we'll begin gathering support for me as a figure like the i don't know i i just don't think Wack, he was he was a agent the whole time and the thing like that i think even they said on tds that he went to Bakhmut to become a, which he did do, like become a media figure and a populist kind of figure. At that point, it was already like the the NATO op had begun. If he was like so in their pocket that he's been like following this game plan for what six to nine months, I think it'd be very easy to like just not do it, or like, or even like if he was about to get caught for doing for plotting a coup. But like, oh well, that was just like bluster. I, 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 I plot. You know, I plot a coup every you know two weeks. It's it seems like like it. I, I just I find like, what what are the actual mechanics of like NATO backing this guy? Like, it just feels it feels as unsatisfying to me as the Putin did it to like to fire the defense minister or to smoke out dissenters kind of thing. Like yeah, but then it's like. Is he really that big of an idiot? I, you know, we're, we're right back at how does this moron get charged, get in charge of this operation? So you're saying I don't know. I mean, he he is a taco. No, he is I'm like not. A hot I'm dog just asking. Stand. Like, no, I'm saying, well, he is like a hot dog stand mogul. Like, he he, he is kind of an idiot. 
<laughs> you know, like, or he's just a, he's like an, he's like an Archie Bunker kind of figure. You know, that's why, that's why I relate this to like, he is, he is not, when I say it's January 6th, he's the Trump grandma in January 6th. Like he, he is both the Trump and Trump grandma. He is both the figure spewing his bullshit and believing it. Uh, if that makes sense. Like, well, I think, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just impenetrable, I guess, to me, ultimately, is is the kind of bottom line is um, it's it's that at that at the level of, you know, what the hell is going through this guy's head? <laughs> not yeah. much, I guess. <laughs> not much. So well, also uh, that like to not get into like, oh, Prigozhin is, is a secret genius, but like this is also a way that he does get like out of the war in Ukraine, like he couldn't, and like he he may he has maintained a certain amount of like prestige throughout this whole thing. He is an asshole, but he is still like the Wagner guy, where he could have been like he was looking at like just kind of being put out to pasture, and like kind of forgotten about, or killed in the war right by the Ukrainians, and now he's like still involved and in the Wagner thing like. Well, I guess we spun off in like two Wagners. One is doing the overseas work, and one is just like they got they're just part of the Russian army in Ukraine, and he has gotten into like the more profitable end of that. Because I, I don't think they're going to kill him. I, I don't. It just doesn't seem like. The, I yeah. I mean, one has to assume that if they would have killed him, they would have killed him already. I, I mean, I guess they could also do waiting wait, for the, wait the poison for a while, bit. but yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> but certainly, if it were to make a big show out of it as a to make a point, that moment has passed. Um, and if it's just to poison him, just because fuck you, I guess there's that. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the cloak and death. You know, Putin seems. I, I have to say, like, there was only. There was only a period of a couple hours, very, very little of this. Did I, um, did I like feel that Putin was maybe getting the, 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 whatever, the, the bad end of the, of the trade? Uh, and, and I was reflecting on it and I was thinking, you know, it's not that I think that like, the nation state of Russia can't make mistakes or something. It's not even exactly that. I think that Putin can't make mistakes. Although I haven't, I haven't, I couldn't say that I've seen him make one really. I mean, the closest thing would be um, the faint to Kiev to op the opening gambit, the opening bid um, that was declined. And, you know, I, I mean, th those guys, all people talk, I think, a lot of the meme of um, Russia's getting their ass kicked in this war is, I guess, just the assumption that all those 40,000 plus troops and all that, that big giant convoy that was just sitting on the um, Chernobyl to Kiev highway, just waiting to get bombed by NATO airplanes or something. Um, and they never did. And uh, I guess they just assumed people talk about Russian losses they assume like all that shit got blown up in the glorious battle of Kiev, you know, or something. It, it's not, I don't really follow their mythology too closely, but um, 
point being, I don't really see that as a mistake. And, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting, heartening to hear Mike's take on Monday after it all shook out over the weekend of, um, yes, I think the correct take is, um, I agree of course with the chairman that, um, Putin very, this was, Putin played this very well, whatever he knew, whenever he knew it, um, decisions that he made that at the time might've seemed like, for example, not just blowing the shit out of that convoy as soon as they killed border guards and were doing this, like, um, obviously that was not necessary. Um, and it would have been extremely damaging and caused way more problems than it just didn't, wouldn't have solved anything and would only have caused more problems. And, um, yeah, all the kind of, um, I mean, people were saying initially that would the, the, the like hour or two where I doubted, um, was, uh, was, was when it seemed as though Putin's hands had been tied in a way that demonstrated a kind of weakness. But if anything, this whole episode has really only strengthened his hands. I, you know, apparently, apparently he's a fan. you don't think so? I think Putin, I don't think it helped, but because Putin is like this kind of sacred, like Japanese emperor figure in Russian politics, he's bulletproof. But so I think it extends beyond that. He, I mean, yeah, there's that, but he, so he just Putin's, got a massive public vote of confidence. Right. Yes. Like but was, like, but like, so the whole shtick with Putin is that the reason that he is this like God figure, this, this kind of, you know, son, son King of Russia is that, he like he ended the 1990s and created like a modern yeah. well that was the, capitalist it, it through our country right i mean there were glowing profiles of him in like the but that will never that will never and that will never end like in russia like he's like well remember the 90s like it was like wow like you know it's that that's he's dwight eisenhower that's his like normandy invasion like it's always going to be like when you think of putin you're gonna think that you're like, oh wow and like you don't want to go back to the 90s do you the 90s were shitty and one of the reasons the 90s were shitty in Russia is because they were like, occasionally military officers would just decide to try to coup the, coup the government, like endemic endemic corruption. So the biggest things that Russia didn't like were obviously like, pub, no public service, no public services, like you know, pol police and like basic public service was gone, healthcare was privatized, and they were fucking the economy was shrinking, and there were fucking coups and stuff like there was coups and bullshit happening under Yeltsin and Putin has put a stop to all those things and reversed most of them. But like a return to coups is like a, that's like a, of the fourth of those four major improvements. That's one of, one of the major improvements that Putin made since the 90s was, Hey, we don't have a constant, you know, there's no like coup threat anymore. Like it's not a thing we do anymore. And that happening, I think is a, like it would be better for this to have not to happen. Like as a, political analysts a government sure. is in a better place when it's not been cooed versus when it's been recently attempted to be cooed uh and that's without exception i think if you take a shot at the king you best not miss and ah, what if you're doing a kind of a really high concept labor negotiation <laughs> <laughs> which is the other way to view this was like this was just this was all purely a psyop by psyop by Purgosian just to get like this more he, he 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 came out with a strong initial offer of 
I don't know, man. He was saying really, he was, he was saying crazy shit. He was, he was playing, he was giving CNN shit to talking, to talk about and saying what CNN was saying just as a matter of course. And, and that became his whole line on everything. And, and it was a, it was a liability. Nobody wanted to talk about it, but nobody really felt the need to do anything about it other than I guess the Russian government wanted to fold up Wagner and that's you know at the deadline for that is when when he did this now I, I agree it's the mechanics of the mechanics of any overt involved or how to say intentional involvement with um, Western intelligence services yeah. are, are tough that's that's a maybe an unsolvable yeah. problem but I, it, it's still just he I don't know. What well, to say? compare this to the, I don't know. We may have to cut this, but to compare this to the coup attempt against the NJP that recently happened, where like I like they got yeah. somebody in somebody's ear to like convince them of a plot against them, which meant you have to move first with what you have, which wasn't much and it was ultimately discrediting. Like, I don't think, like, yes, Zod can get somebody into like one of our inner circles just to, talk, to whisper in our ears or convince somebody to, like to around, turn somebody around somebody to like, you know, whisper in somebody's ear. I don't know if the mechanics of that, like can be executed. Like, I don't think Purgosian is like getting advice from got from circles that like, are easy to insert people into, especially when he's like, under artillery fire in Bakhmut, right? Like, I, I just don't, I don't see like a comparable mechanism. I see like the parallels because guys made the parallels. We were talking about the chats, like they're doing to Wagner, they did, tried to do to us. But I just think the actual like mechanics of how Zog pulls that off don't really apply. Like it's like the guy was hanging out in Wagner PMC. Like, listen, if. I, I just don't think like there's too many CIA guys inserted into Wagner PMC. Like it's just by nature of the job, like to to uh, in order to like to do entryism into Wagner, you have to like yeah. you know like yeah. the 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 what is it? The interview process is kind of a bitch to get to Ferguson's inner circle. <laughs> you know, like you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, anyway, I, I I I of course it's. I get what you're saying, but I there's I think there's also you know that which does not kill you makes you stronger to to sign. I mean that's a kind of it's not always true, of course, but I in, in this kind of a situation, uh, I I don't think at a minimum I don't think Putin's going to have to worry. I mean anybody who wanted to jump off sides would have jumped. Some people did jump off sides, not a lot, but some did. There were there were a bunch of they were they were making fun on Russian social media. Apparently, people were paying like four or five times the going rate for immediate flights um, out of like St. Petersburg to um, Georgia to Tbilisi. So you know there there was a, yeah. <laughs> the, it's a it's all I, I'm just that's almost that's so not at I the minimum. Have, there's some silver linings here. I will steal man the, uh, the 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 with somebody they like. I think this thing would be possible is if they they had some. So I don't think Prigozhin was for like money. Prigozhin didn't do this, do this for well, not for like a Western lump sum of cash. I don't think that's how this works. 
because if he did that, he would he would be in Berlin right now, you know, like using his Western lumps of cash and probably having ended this in a way messier way than he uh, did. But I think it's possible, like they had some dirt on him, like you know, what is it, dead girl or a live boy kind of thing. Like NATO had some kind of evidence of him doing some kind of misbehavior or saying something stupid or whatever. And like, we're using it to handle him into this way. And then midway through the coup, like the handler or the intelligence agents got cold feet somehow and, and said, oh yeah, I gave him the go ahead to kind of cuck. I could see maybe that, that being the thing, uh, but I don't think he was their agent the whole time. And like, now that he's cupped, they'd rather have, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to construct what happened if he had like a NATO handler. Like it's, I can kind of do it, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah. But I mean, I guess that's the, the, the uh, maybe at a certain level, Occam's razor is he's just a grug hot dog salesman. And there's not like a whole, whole lot more to it than that. I don't know. It's um, the whole episode is very strange, but, but um and I guess the the you know medium and long term aftermath are, are just TBD. Yeah. I I do want to talk about the commentary from the West on it, which is like, there was hilarious not just for Gunther but like there were libtards like oh the apathy of like Russians are just drinking coffee next to tanks rolling down their street and soldiers marching. It's like what the fuck do you think Americans would do if tanks rolled down the street and weren't shooting at mm. them? But yeah, yeah, like that, like. You'd be like, oh, you know, that's that's uh, that's what it is. Like, that, like, no one gives a fuck. Like, about that's one of the great things is like, you know, if you're putting up an NJP sticker or doing whatever, like, no one gives a fuck about anything. It's it, like it's it's I don't know that's modern culture or it's always been this way in cities, but like the 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 hand wringing about like the Russian psyche, and then of course like the also just like the beloved the right Wagner Freedom Fighters like. Wagner was basically being like, uh, what does Wagner do? Well, they execute civilians with sledgehammers for fun was like the, was, was the narrative. And then for like two days, it was like the heroic Wagner Corps of the Republic of, you know, Rostov on Dawn or marching for freedom, which I, I did appreciate that. And then, uh, immediately, of course the switch flipped back. It was the thing. What was that Twitter account that said like, it, within like eight hours, they went from what Wagner uh, Freedom Fighters. <laughs> yes, Wagner the, Freedom the, Fighters, the, Wagner Terrorists. Yes, and then the, the deal was it's cut. It was like Wagner ter- Wagner Terrorists except deal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know, I liked that. Of course, Gunther was a ama- Gunther was great. Uh, I don't think I the the meme the conservative meme is very stupid because like when the was it the Office of Budget and Accounting or Accounting and Budgets released like oh there was some they evaluated some military hardware incorrectly and forgot to carry some ones. And actually we sent $4 billion extra aid to Ukraine. Like, oh, that, that was a bribe. Like, that's not, that's not how that works. Like <laughs> that w- if, if Prigozhin was getting a bribe, it wouldn't have been like something you could find at the office of, you know, budgets and numbers bullshit. Uh, so I, I don't, I think that, that, that very grug, like conservative narrative, uh, which is, better than the narrative that it was all to distract from Hunter Biden's laptop, 
which also I want to bring oh, up how dumb conservative. Be, I mean, no, but I want to bring up how stupid it is because the conservative uh, brain, the rightoid brain, doesn't understand like scale it's kind of like a like an infant or a child you know <laughs> where like yeah. if you put a, a dinosaur toy close to their heads it's it appears to them larger if it's further away it's smaller because you understand like a civil war in russia is a bigger event <laughs> than the hutter biden laptop <laughs> like you don't well, it's a bigger event than joe biden being impeached and removed from office as a result it, yeah. Of the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. Like if you think the American <laughs> government has the ability to like launch this operation in order to distract from Hunter Biden's <laughs> laptop, you would have never heard, you wouldn't even know Hunter <laughs> Biden's name if, if the American yeah. government had that right. much power. Like nobody you, I don't think yeah, I don't think anybody but, knows but, Putin's daughter's name nor her mother's name. Uh no, his daughter did get big. I don't know the mother no uh, they they think they do. That could, that, that's that, that's sure been out. That. No, because his daughter okay. well, was, it wasn't was, always. CNN found out, or somebody found out that she, Putin. She was. She is the one that, uh, like, actually holds when the money he, in the like, family. When he broke up with his previous waifu GF and and got new waifu GF, that was briefly news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, but but like, I don't know. You also like like I don't know if the CIA can name all like what is it like the twelve Wagner commanders. Like the sub commanders who actually control yeah. on the ground operations of like, like yeah yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah. I, I'd, I'd be very much like just do just anybody this i think a couple of them are known right. from syria but like the the new ones who've been promoted through the ranks during the war i think they're not i don't even know what the fuck they are and they like it that way obviously yeah yeah so yeah it's an interesting um phenomenon to observe the rightoid um brain is Many kicks, um, many kicks. Yeah, I hate right. I don't. I'm not a fan of uh, these right wing guys. He's not a fan of the right toys. <laughs> uh, they're face blind. There's a lot of problems with the right toy. I like this. Well, they keep on. They keep getting dunked on on Twitter nowadays. It's it's interesting to see the. I think enough of our narratives. Are, I mean, that's essentially how I got quote unquote red pilled was being absorbed. You know, just having the narrative absorbing narratives on Twitter. But now the narratives have spread so far. I, I think, you know, if you look at it as a kind of from the Jewish perspective as a kind of mind virus, this is like the the patient's terminal. Like there's no like it's critical it's beyond critical mass. Like Matt Walsh, every single reply when he had that retarded tweet about how you know it was Hitler's fault for trannies. Like trannies are Hitler, you know, trannies are are, are, are secret Nazis and they, you know, Nazis were behind all this. It, it was just nonstop. And it wasn't, I mean, you know, back in the day, it would have been like, you know, kebab removal Pepe or something. Now it's just like, there's a, a lot of like face fags even who are just dunking on him for that. It's, it's, uh, yeah, there's no, like, how do, how, how will conservatism ever recover? I don't think it can. Yeah. Uh, and I th also like the, 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 the best is when like they combine the narratives, like, well, the, 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 the Titanic submarine thing didn't successfully cover up Hunter Biden's <laughs> laptop. So they launched right. and this the, is the, the brain. Yes. This is yeah. the, see my my conspiracies are totally plausible and non schizophrenic, unlike those yeah. bad tinfoil hat wearers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's so, it's so true. So true. So true. Uh do you want to talk but about no really they are like paranoid. There's like so much undiagnosed mental <laughs> mental illness. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you want to discuss, uh, speaking of that, not to discredit too much, the no planes theory of this event? Oh, um, maybe for a minute. So the, the the point for me at which I got to my most, like, oh, fuck, this might be right, black-pilled state was, like, was when the news that they had downed with, with or they had, there was video of them shooting at, but news that they had downed and killed the crew of a Russian uh, aviation forces aircraft. Uh, I believe it was like Alligator. Like that news got out that they've killed, that they had killed one. And that's when we realized, oh fuck, this is like. So here's, here's my autism on this that I think, um, or maybe this is where you're going, but just to jump in. It, to me, the real black pill wasn't even that. It was specifically that they had shot down three of the electronic warfare variants of know the, that until uh, after i think i saw that not it was not over yet when i saw that and that was when or maybe it was right immediately after i guess it was all kind of a blur but um when i learned that i got though they only have like 24 of those and they don't have production lines for them so it's like a real and then the and they also had a fixed wing like AWACS equivalent that got shot down, which is an even bigger loss because they only have like, I, like 10 this, of them. This gets into my no plans there. I don't think that that many aircraft were shot down. I think, yes, I think so. What anyway, some guys have been saying followers who I generally respect that, uh, that, you know, we've been talking in our little chat. See, like they have kind of, uh, which is a good quality to have in this war, like picks total picks or it didn't happen syndrome. Which I respect, but they're even to the point. Oh of like, yeah. Yeah, 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 No, no aircraft were lost because we haven't seen any pictures of downed aircraft in Russia. Because that is that like, a that, it's almost impossible. Like any kind of picture could be, just like dismissed as like that's any cut number of downed aircraft in Ukraine. Like, what is a what is a Rostov Oblast field full of burned aircraft? look meaningfully different than a Karkov Oblast field with the downed aircraft in it. It's almost impossible to like, like the actual, like how much, how meaningful it would be for like picks, picks, picks could even, if, if like they were, if this was totally a fake incident, they could fake up picks or use picks from other incidents. Like that wouldn't, I don't think that's the barrier here. And I think Putin making the statement about, you know, lost air, fallen airmen seals it uh, for me more so than the Prigozhin, Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it's it did. True. I only saw I Infection saw one thing. helicopter that was referred to as as confirmed as having geolocated to like that Rostov area or the column or the march to Moscow. I forget where some. It was along their path. It was, yeah. as I understand it, geolocated. And I saw footage of. I guess I also saw, I saw footage of an aircraft going down. I saw aircraft wreckage. I don't know if it was geolocated or not. Um, as part of that. And that's in any case one fixed wing, one helicopter. There's all the those. I've only seen two yeah. aircraft carcasses, and those are the only two. That's yeah. true. I, I. But, but what's I their motivation that, like, for claiming more? Like, why would they just to look weak? I mean, maybe I could see that. I think, you think that. So? I think that gets into like they are actually doing some military psyop stuff. Like, oh goodness, all our EWs down. Like, I like. <laughs> you, you mean to tell me they were using four EW aircraft to observe this convoy? Why? Yeah, it, yeah, right, yeah, no, right. that's all you had on hand. Yeah. And I get it, like EW yeah. platforms and AWACS platforms are like observational platforms more so, like actually doing ground air based 
offensive EW stuff is like kind of bizarre. You actually you should be using them for like monitoring, and I'm sure there's yeah. real hot cameras on those things. But like, why? Like Russia has a doctrine for marking convoys that aren't hostile but might be from Syria. It's a it's a very known doctrine. It's you use two you use two hinds or two alligators, and you get right the fuck up on them, like really close scary close mm. because I have friends who experienced this in Syria <laughs> in a convoy and oh there's just yeah. two Russian fucking choppers just wow they're close just and out. they're just, hey, and they're just hanging out for, uh, until until <laughs> and, and that's what they do and like hey, I'm, and I'm, I'm, we're not being aggressive you know it's just a two non-hostile nations just kind of hanging out you and you and your MRAP and me and my alligator with my ATGMs let's not worry about this <laughs> And that, and like right. to the point, it, it happened so much over there. Like, it, it became a fun. It did become a fun thing. Like initially, it's like holy fuck, True. like that's a, a, a TGM <laughs> aircraft, and that's and that's me. Yeah, and eventually, that's, yeah, that, that is what it becomes. <laughs> like, but in that situation, were the Americans to actually like, shoot stingers at, they fuck them up. Like that. That is the doctrine yeah. of like marking. Yeah, yeah. With, with the Russian, yes, and then it came out. At, so the first news so that came out saying, was that, that there had been a guys shoot probably down. And then it came out that there was a rush. There was a Wagner, at least one Ru Wagner vehicle that got blown the fuck out. And I saw a video of yeah. a vehicle that was claimed to be. It was essentially claimed to be footage of that yeah. happening. I didn't see footage. I saw the burned out. I saw a burned out, some kind of truck or some kind of some some kind of thing. That no, I saw the Wagner. explosion as I as I recall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like the, in that market, I think I think if any, I think if any KAs were hit, it was a pair that were doing that marking maneuver. Because if you're doing that and they yeah. just decide to shoot ATA, you're just they're you're within like manpad range. Yeah, like a lot, a lot. So yeah. I th I think that's yeah. what they were doing. I think I would say maybe two, but after they, sh the theory with the. The like, kind of warfare thing was like after that they were doing like long range observation, and were hit with like strellas, but that just, just I doesn't mean, quite. Yeah, no, I, I I hear why you would call bullshit on that, and and like like also after you obvious lose incentive to first, yeah yeah after you lose the first one you keep sending like wave after wave of electronic warfare helicopters like this. Just, why would you send a conventional conventional alligator like that? It would do. 95 percent of the job unless they were like trying to snoop transmission like i can see like i can see a rationale for why you would send one right like they're trying to snoop snoop on some kind of signal like doing kind of, kind of signal gathering stuff but after you lose two, uh, it's just it just feels yeah. weird yeah well certainly they would have proven themselves to be yeah then you would need to be more um and also they, they, they didn't air, just air they didn't they didn't just like uh, like, also, if you if if they had shot down like what what is the the high estimate is wild. It's like eighteen aircraft, it's like eleven that? aircraft or something. Eleven yeah, aircraft. I don't know about eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. The the Russian air the aviation uh, what is army, which is a separate air the air force, whatever we call it. They would have probably, regardless of orders, just started fucking like you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> J damning like right, going like, ham. After, yeah, just yeah, going like, hamming. Like, going like, ham on regar yeah. regardless of because uh, regardless of like. Going ham with the JDAMs, like yes. the, the 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 political blah blah, blah like blah 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 like you can't allow as the commander of the Moscow fucking air zone like a 
big dead zone no, of no, enemy yeah, air defense yeah. in your net. That's just like instant, instant. Yeah. Like, no, like, I don't know. Like, just no. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, you're not you don't even probably need a net in your, your in, yeah. an enemy net in your net of air. No, you wouldn't presumably like, need much authorization to start responding. Yeah. That, that gets into like, uh, you know, like def shit. Like, like if if someone set up a Patriot missile defense battery in their backyard, you know, it's like, <laughs> and like, with them, like yeah, right, <laughs> and then started shooting down, yeah, like aliens yeah, like, or whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like flying over DC as it advances to the capital, like yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows with the, with the planes? I do think it's pretty clear that there were at least two aircraft shot down. Um, I think that's pretty uncontrovertible yeah. and I don't think much more time needs to be spent yeah. on, on that question. And I think a lot of that is kind of the fact that it wasn't a shitload of them and it's probably testified by like, there was a peace that's that they did have a peace conference and like, or a peace deal. And then so, like, an agreement was reached. Like, I think, it, I think 11 aircraft and crews is like pretty, uh, that would have made the Russian government as they like to say, agreement incapable. Like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. Like, there's no way, I, I think, especially with, like, how relatively small the convoy was. Like, if you killed 11 aircraft, that's, like, 50 guys. If this convoy is, like, 200 guys, that's almost like, a, like I guess we'll just kill these guys and, you know, make it even. Although, Prigozhin also not being with with them makes it weird. Also, the thing is, I don't think they'd be shooting, like, the wagon guys would be shooting that aggressive at air defense like without progression with them, you know, or, you know, if he wasn't with them, maybe you shoot those initial two, but you're not going to be shooting on every fucking thing in the sky without like orders from progression to do that. And I don't think like had that order been intercepted, if such an order was from progression, like, Hey, shoot down every single aircraft in the sky. You can see he wouldn't be in Belarus. He'd be dead. Like they would have, they would have maybe agreed to this and killed him. Like they'd be, and they'd be, broadcasting that order to shoot down all our aircraft on Russian like TV. Like, yep. This is why we hung him, you know, kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I'm not, I, I'm not hundred percent no planes, but I am a, you know, less planes than are claimed by certain sectors. Also, I don't think that they the MOD is officially given an accounting of losses in this thing yet. Putin's speeches are only official accounting of losses right is there been anything more like official on the total you know no i'm actually this is a question that i have as well i don't and i don't even i don't even know what would count is i guess mod press releases would be official i guess and i don't i've seen i saw i'm not sure what was an mod press release and what was was the last one i know that they're every like two to four weeks right they started again with the with or at least i started seeing again the the clobber reports as uh, they call it in, over in moon of Alabama, which um, where they just, you know, these extremely dry, like, we, you know, these number of, you know, th- we, 13 objects of military significance were hit by aviation and aerospace. Forces okay. The blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I also do want to point out like, just like the, gr- the grand theory that I think we're left with Purgosian as a grug, which I don't quite like, but that is like the, the, the expl- other explanatory theory is like, well, Prigozhin is a Russian, not a NATO Jew. Prigozhin's a Russian Jew. Like this is Prigozhin doing like a Russian Jew maneuver. Like he doesn't like the war. Like he he is he is doing things that in to influence like for like 
as he and Russian Russian Jews are not you know it's a lower still somewhat a lower tier a little more grug a little more like you know, the Bolsheviks you know didn't sort of like weren't that smart they kind of luck they got very lucky you know with the previous revolution actually doing all the work and then kind of just top and kicking over the uh, you know previous revolution so if you this is like a this is this is like an act of Russian of a Russian Jew I think it makes a little more sense like the disloyalty and the and the kind of a uh, self-aggrandizement, like the people that like, it's a very like Lenin kind of maneuver, right? <laughs> to do this thing. Like it's, you know, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like if you view this as, as like, you know, Fergosian as a Russian Jew, I think it makes a certain amount of more sense. Like their view of how you seize power in Russia is like, well, I, you know, I have, you know, I have, it seems like I have some, some Gentiles on my side as a military wing and I'll just kind of kick it and it'll all fall apart like it did last time. You know, like I think the, the Russian Jew view of the Russian state is like, obviously probably as a thing that's extremely fragile edifice because the last, you know, before Putin and then maybe they say, oh, the Ukraine war showed, showed that actually it's just the Putin state was just as weak as the Yeltsin state or the Soviet state or the czarist state or the revolutionary state. Uh, so maybe I'll just give it a good kick and it'll come down. And then it didn't. And then he, the Russian Jew move was like, well, I'll just like, I'll run off to literally the pale settlement. you like, Ferguson literally ran to the pale settlement. Like, like that's what Belarus is. Like, Belarus is. Bella is white, pale, settlement, you know, like, <laughs> That yeah. that is another that is I think a more satisfying narrative than like just he's a fucking retard, but it's kind of the the results are the same whether he's a retard or a Jew, you know, mm. so whatever. Mm. Has anyone asked uh, RFK what his take is? <laughs> I think I think probably he he thinks that uh, I would assume that the uh, uh, Prigozhin got vaccinated and this drove him uh, insane. Fucking retard, F Kennedy. <laughs> anyway, I think that yeah. probably should do it for um for this uh late late June end of June 2023 update for Ukraine. Did you have anything else or no? Uh, we should. I don't, we 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 decided we weren't going to do a counteroffensive until anything happened in it, and nothing's happened in it. Nothing happened. Arguably, yet. nothing yeah. happened in this in this event. So, like, what the fuck are we even? Why did we make this episode? <laughs> We've kind of broken from our. Well, it was uh, weird as fuck. Like, it was just so surreal for. About twenty-two hours, and and uh, there were some funny memes of like, um, you know, the the boys, you know, is, cannot sleep because they're, uh, just checking in. This this the situation was crazy, and it just kept getting crazier, um, and then it ended. So whatever, yeah, yeah it's a it's a very strange episode, but um, yeah, I think I would expect that within. I don't know, a couple months that this, uh, if not sooner, if not a lot sooner, that uh, the, 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 essentially that Ukraine would have ceded a uh, strategic initiative to Russia, and then we'll see um, late summer, early fall campaign um, from Russia. It'd be really vindicating if if the, the mud did not stop them. That would be funny as shit. <laughs> well, I mean, is there mud on the highway? No. So that's right. not yeah, an right. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
anyway, we'll have to wait and see for that. Um, in the meantime, thanks for listening and uh, take care, everybody. Uh, still.